for nine years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And 30 years of Rosie on the House. When are we allowed to say 10? Are we supposed to wait until January to talk about the 10 years ranking? I mean, we, we won't mention anything about keeping that for a 10th year until till next month. Welcome. It's Rosie on the house. You're tuned in to uh, every Saturday morning. It's tradition for 30 years. You lost me. <laughs> 10 what? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, hey, you were the one that did the promo bump, so you'll have to go back and, and re-listen to that. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'll go back. I do a lot, so I forget. <laughs> this 10 o'clock hour, we dive deep into one specific topic about your home, castle, or cabin. Uh, through 2018, following our home maintenance calendar, we've had uh, pest control we've talked about. We've talked about financing. Uh, we've talked about painting. We've talked about pools. This week, we're <clears throat> this month, we're talking about tools. But before we get to that, if you missed last Saturday's broadcast or hadn't seen uh, the post that we put on our the Rosie on the House Facebook fan page. The founder of this radio program, Rosie Romero, was in a uh, UTV rollover, and the 10 o'clock hour each week we'll spend just talking about dad, giving him a little bit of update about his his progress. He's had a, a, a very trying time. It was, uh, when, I, when we say a rollover, a UTV, it's not like a quad where it's really designed for one person. A UTV holds two or four, and it was a four-passenger off-roading vehicle that uh, was in a, a front-end rollover. And we won't say accident. We don't believe in accidents. Uh, but it wasn't intentional by the driver from any means. I mean, he didn't get done with the rollover and take out his notebook and check that office to do that day. It was just one of those freak accidents, a passenger. Uh, verifies that there was no excessive speeding, no reckless behavior. It was at the end of October. We had just had seven inches of rain in Arizona. They were driving through a wash from Four Peaks to Saguaro Lake. So the terrains were different. The the roads were different. The washes were different. Seven inches changes a lot of things. And something caught the front end, and it just sent the back end over where Rosie was buckled in, that three-point strap that you wear in the back seat of one of those vehicles is where all his body weight uh, came to when it stopped what they say a very violent stop so he's upside down all that weight and compression on his lungs and that's at this point really what what we've been fighting most is getting the respiratory rebuilt and strong there there was some other bruises uh, some fracture on the skull but all of that was dissipated and and healed within the first week or so. Uh, the neurosurgeons all clear that he's going to be uh, a full mental recovery. Uh, he's listening this morning. Last week, <laughs> we had our <laughs> we had our ASU Walter Cronkite intern in, and I had encouraged everybody, you know, call in and, and talk to Rosie. Let him hear your voice and Wish him well and, you know, maybe share your favorite Rosie story. And you can do that. Uh, the call-in number is one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE-4U. And she didn't hear that. She was just taking all the thank yous down, writing them, and hanging up on the people. So <laughs> oh. we, I kept thinking, you know, the, the phones are— she, 
just going nuts, but they, I'm like, no one's hanging on to say anything. Maybe they're choked up. Maybe they can't say it. But she, she didn't realize we were going to take those on air and just, oh, thanks, John. Bye. Thanks, Steve. Bye. Thanks, Susan. Bye. And just hanging up on them. So we'll we'll do that and put put together a nice little, uh, you know, we'll, some kind of production audio clip that we'll play leading into, you know, his return to this broadcast as he's able to do so. There's a website called caringbridge.org, and when you go there, you can click Rosie's Recovery and follow along the journal there. Mom updates those. Uh, she posted one today for all the listeners. Thank you for all that responded to the broadcast last week and sent Rosie's cards. He's truly amazed at the prayers and support from listeners. Every card and prayer is cherished. Progress is slow and steady, slow and steady. Patience is the name of the game now, realizing the number of days that have passed since the accident truly requires grit. One thing Rosie and I try to focus on is the good times and bad, uh, let's see, focus on in good times and in bad is thankfulness. It's important for us to remember to focus on what is true, noble, just, pure, lovely, and good, Philippians 4.8. It is easy to get discouraged. And we learn to appreciate life even uh, life more, even very simple things. So many have been through so much more, and we hope to be able to encourage others with what we have learned on this journey so far and will continue to learn along the way. Thanks for the many words of encouragements and prayers uh, offered to God on our behalf. Keep them coming. And then if you want to send Rosie a card, there's the address there. I'll read it just so uh, you don't have to log on to find it. But it's P.O. Box 1. 4487 Scottsdale 85267 and I will add to to that is you know prayers have a, if if we've got one thing we can identify as the difference maker it has been uh, the prayer support and then at caringbridge.com it, it's just the way the website works you, you can't go anywhere without it asking you to donate just just ignore that that's part of the website we didn't set that up I don't even think if you click on it it goes anywhere um, it's just the, the format of this application. And mom, you've got something for something, a little, a little, what we call line up, a little something extra. Yeah. Rosie's sweet mama wrote this. I'm going to read it real quick. See if I can get through it here without any <clears throat> tears. It says, dear, dear Rosie, I was going to write something cute and kind of smart when an angel whispered in my ear, mama K say what's really on your heart. All day, all days have not been easy. But the ones that count came through because so many people's prayers were being prayed just for you. The angels asked, who is this guy? He certainly has a share of love because we've been pretty busy answering prayers sent us up above. Christmas cheer has started. Lights all aglow and bright. Thank you, Jesus, for Rosie's progress on this happy, beautiful night. I love you, Mama Kay. Oh, very nice, Mama Kay. And uh, so we'll spend the first hour. Uh, I'm sorry, the first segment of the 10 o'clock hour, giving y'all an update. Uh, you know, being in uh, ICU for 40 days uh, and now into the the rehab center, you know, it's just, it's so much time on your back. Uh, it, it's, it's rebuilding muscle. And, you know, there's so many things that you just take for granted when you haven't been able to do them for 44 days and, and rebuilding that strength are big milestones this week as Rosie uh, <clears throat> was able to wheel himself now 
uh, in the in a wheelchair and get over to the window and we Uncle Rennie took a picture of him of just dad just open the window and enjoying the the view outside. Rosie loves the outdoors and he loves adventure and being stuck in a, a hospital care facility isn't uh, doesn't mix with Rosie. Maybe you need to get the wheelchair raptored. <laughs> a little racing stripe. Can Sanderson like Ford put like a little yeah. lawnmower engine on the back, a little souped up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's just me. Motorized, those little motorized scooters. I'll be running through my neighborhood, you know, going out for a nice little morning jog. And, and those motorized scooters, they just drive me nuts because I'm like, well, you know, if you need to get to point A, point B, I get that too as well. But they make a real high pitch noise. And, yeah, I, 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 I see Dad being too stubborn for motorized. He's no. he's ready to get back in action. He's ready to get, uh, you know, back on his feet. And he's he's working hard in therapy to rebuild that strength. So, uh, I, uh, I, he's with the full recovery. I know he won't qualify for any wheelchair contests, but while you're in recovery, can you? <laughs> Can can you apply to those? Give them something to, you know, a little challenge to to. The twelve hospital door dash. You start from the first door and you go down the hallway and try to go real fast. So get to the finish line. All right. So this segment's for you, Dad. We've got some of your listeners that want to talk to you real quick. We'll start with Kathy at one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. Good morning, Rosie. Calling you years ago. I guess I'm calling to say, and I'm going to hold it together. Um, I'm hoping that I can hold your hand as strong as you held mine. We were at a football game, um, Horizon versus Paradise Valley High School, and my son was in a pretty bad tackle and collapsed on the field, and you stood next to my husband and I and held our hand and told us that he would be okay, and we really questioned that for a long time. But he has had a full recovery um, and doing well, which I am praying and will be with you holding your hand as you held ours during those moments on the football field. Prayers and love to you, and stay strong. We're looking forward to seeing you again. Well, uh, thank you, Kathy. We appreciate uh, that testimony. And uh, I, I think we'll take an early break. I got us all. <laughs> we can do that. A number of people have asked, why don't we spend more time talking about, uh, you know, the the rollover Dad was in, and the real answer is he, he really doesn't want us to. It's the program's for the listeners. Y'all have been the one that have kept it on the air for 30 years, uh, and he wants it to main, be that way and, and keep that. He wants it to be about y'all. This is a place where you can get... Uh, direction and advice on home ownership, and he wants it to focus on that and not necessarily him. But as being the founder and a big part of the program, we will spend uh, the first segment. He he even said, don't even do that. And I said, well, Dad, you, you, people want to know. They got to know. And until you can come in here and take the microphone back, uh, we're going to spend the first segment talking about you. So that'll be here at, uh, uh, at the 10 o'clock hour for uh, basically till till he returns. And th- it's one of the blessings, I think, in this whole thing is that we're on radio. This would have killed a TV personality's <laughs> career. <laughs> I, I was teasing Dad. I said, when he comes back, when you come back, you're going to have to wrestle the truck away from me and the, your office away from Romy. <laughs> Jennifer's he, in he, the Raptor. <laughs> he looked at me and he goes, no truck, no office. 
<laughs> and we've spoiled his dogs rotten. <laughs> He's got a lot to do when he gets up. He's got his work cut out for him. He'll be <laughs> moving quicker than you think. <laughs> I just needed the countertop space to spread out and working, you know, doing Rosie's job now and trying to still do mine. I, I just needed the countertop space. But he's welcome to have it back when he when he comes. Uh, there's a lot of God stories in it, this whole trial. And if he wanted uh, if he wanted them, he had plenty of opportunities to take them. So we're very convicted that he's got work left here to do before his eternal reward and we'll be back soon so we'll get to the rest of the content we have planned and scheduled for this saturday's broadcast and i better do the sun's tickets before i mess up like i did last hour and blow right through the second segment and not even give them away uh lance was cruel one of the newest partner uh team members to rosie on the house he picked a trivia stat that's a not good stat i'm like man why don't you pick something else like you know, who named five players when they won the champion, the regional championship game in early 90s. I mean, I could even do that. Uh, but apparently this is it had already gone out in the newsletter. I missed that oh, in the yeah. edit. So we're going to stick to what was in the newsletter so that people that subscribe to that and were waiting for their chance to win. You know, we're not throwing them a, uh, a curve. But the Suns set a record recently. Uh they accomplished something never done before since the shot clock was introduced to the game in the 50s. Um, do you know the story, Gary? No. Okay. No, no, I don't. Sorry. Maybe I should turn up my mic. No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, if you know what <clears throat> what the Suns recently accomplished, and I, Lance said you can just Google. Uh, oh, this is Lance that came up yeah, with the question? Yeah, Suns. Oh. Suns offense and the story will pop right up. So if you know the answer, what did the Suns <laughs> recently accomplish? Uh, and I'm sorry, Phoenix Suns, to do this to you. You blame it all. I'm, we we may have to throw Lance under the bus, but at all end, uh, I'm the final edit on the newsletter, and this one slipped through me. So it's really my fault. Didn't mean to shine light on this, but uh, if you know the answer, text it to four one one nine two three. And now in the rest of the programming segment, we'll take. Uh, all right answers we'll sort through and select a winner at random once we verify this isn't somebody that's won a uh, promotion from Rosie on the House in the last 12 months. Last week was the first announcement about Dad, and we completely blew through the 10 o'clock hour. I didn't think there was going to be enough to talk about, and we were still going to get to our pliers as we're talking different tools that uh, every homeowner should have in your toolbox. And so we're going to quick catch up on last week on the plier segment we're focusing in particular this uh or that week on the channel lock brand um what we did for rosie's 30th anniversary is we put together a toolbox and filled it with the basic tools every homeowner should have and then we had them all etched with the rosie on the house 30th anniversary logo as a reminder as you live in your home. I mean, these are all tools made in America. They will last a lifetime taken care of properly, and it'll be there for you for whatever project you're trying to tackle. And with uh, the American-made tool and the Rosie brand, it'll just and burn in your mind to, to do it Rosie right. Take the extra minute to uh, do this com- project completely. Measure twice or three times or four times. Cut once. Uh, and just spend that that little bit of extra time that makes the difference. And Channel Lock is a really interesting story. Started back in 1886 
by George Dearmament, who started selling tools out of the back of his truck. And at that time, the crimping tools that they used were mainly for hooved animals, uh, horseshoers, clippers, stuff like that. Well, and the and th- this is still in the Dearmament family. John Dearmament is fifth generation COO and president of the company. His dad's on the board of directors. His brother's the vice president, and says in 1933 the chief engineer of the company, a gentleman by the name of Howard Manning, came up with an invention that would be very important in working with the water pumps and automobiles. His invention was a pair of multi-position tongue and groove slip joint pliers that became essential in tools and repairs and construction. And, in fact, the, the invention was so iconic, the channel lock pliers, it became the name of the company and one of the tools that we have in our 30th anniversary toolkit. Channel lock pliers, uh, they are American-made. They've expanded to different product lines, and there are a few items that uh, there's global materials that are outsourced and some of their tools, but they clearly mark them on their catalog so you can see the source and know if it's a fully American-made product down to the materials or was it just assembled. But all their majority of their all their pliers, it's when they get into the screwdrivers and a couple uh, elements that the, the parts come from, uh, I won't say overseas because I don't know, but you know, they could come from Mexico, they could come from Canada, South America, just out of the country. But the, the over 90% of everything going into the channel lock is American-made. Uh, they say something, one of their company philosophies just is very simple. Good management is never far from the factory floor. People count more than managers. Bigger does not mean better. Dedication to excellent is the surest way to surmount adversity and to prosper. And that's why we picked Channel Lock, uh, aside from just being an iconic name and the tools that we use, but it's American-made. And they employ over 375 people in the town of Medville, Pennsylvania, where they've been since 1902. So there are your pliers. We're talking uh, next couple segments. We're moving into other hand tools that are in the toolbox. Knives, saws, torpedo levels, hacksaws, tape measure, all the essentials that you need as a homeowner to keep up with the regular maintenance around your home, castle, or cabin. And because uh, the topic isn't necessarily, uh, you know, edge of your seat riveting, we are open to calls. If you'd like to join the conversation or talk about your project, one 767 4348 You can text to 411923 or email to info at rosyonthehouse.com. sawing in the background it sounds like this guy's trying to breathe <laughs> i don't remember who sent that to rosie but it, that whole cd is some carpenter took all these christmas songs and put the power tools in the background and yeah. that is a perfect tie-in it's called a toolbox christmas appropriately <laughs> i am in the christmas spirit i, I busted your chops for playing Christmas music a few weeks ago, but we've had our Wickenburg Christmas parade. So now that Official that's the for you. final 
final key to it, uh, the broadcast in Prescott, we didn't get to make. Um, and, and unless the entire family is there, it's not really, you know, it doesn't complete it for me without the whole family being there. And, uh, so we were, we all had the Wickenburg parade and got to see Santa Claus with the, by the old schoolhouse last night. So I'm, I'm there now. This week at the office, we got a solicitation that we've received numerous calls about over the last year. Guys, this is a complete scam. If you get a mailer or a phone call or whatever, somebody trying to sell you insurance for the water line of your home, just completely ignore it, blow it off. All that it's allegedly supposed to cover is from the water meter to the front of your home. If that breaks, so what? It's not in your home. You know, water pouring down the street for a little while till somebody gets to the water main and shuts it off. Cost you whatever uh, water meter that your your municipality is going to charge you. So what? It doesn't damage your home, and it's sixteen dollars a quarter. So if we break that into three, uh, five dollars thirty three cents a month. Not a lot of money, and one of the reasons I think they are able to con people into it oh it's only five bucks a month whatever it's you know blah 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 think about this if you just convince a thousand people to pay you five dollars a month that's fifty three hundred dollars somebody's making a little money and there's four million homes in arizona i think is what the estimate is you know it's just a money making scam throw it away trash it i had lance scan it all and we're going to put it up at rosieonthehouse.com so you can actually see what it looks like. It looks like it's endorsed from the city of, of Phoenix. It but does. when you call the cities, they don't. Uh, so I don't know how they're able to get away with this uh, false representation from the local municipalities. And it's some company from the East Coast. And uh, it, it's just an absolute BS. Well, one of those things playing on fear. So Exactly. I mean, again, at the water line from the street to your front door that has probably the the part that has the least amount of fittings, couplings, if any, a lot of times those copper lines are rolled out and there's absolutely no seams. Copper doesn't rust. And this was a follow-up from another homeowner in Sun City that called that I'm working on. If you know somebody that can speak specifically to metals. I want to talk to them. I have not been able to locate the right person. But this homeowner was getting sold or was was trying to be sold an air conditioning unit and they were selling on this light that goes in to the filters and they were selling it on the fact that it will keep the copper from rusting. The light will keep the ro- copper from rusting, <laughs> and and I really don't think, I, I I really don't think this person was a scam artist. I think it was just a, a knucklehead. There isn't anybody that's not looking to hire in the construction industry right now. Uh, maybe a little bit slow right now. Just it's typical of the holidays. Unless you know, if you're, if everything's working fine, all you're worried about is is the holidays. So, but. The, the construction, the economy, it's booming. They're looking to grow. It's probably just somebody that hired a nephew or a relative to go sell their air conditioning jobs because the owner was too busy doing the installs. And these light fixtures are, and these these UV lights 
are designed for air air quality control. And it he probably just didn't know any better and had his information wrong and was trying to sell it. But I still want somebody that can speak to the metal characteristics or the, the element characteristics to copper. Copper can corrode, but it does not rust. Metal will rust. And what is it about those different elements and how water attacks them? I just thought I love details and I thought it would make an interesting interview. So if you know somebody that can speak to that, why copper corrodes and why metal rusts and what's the difference, we want to interview you here at Rosie on the House. You can just email us at info at rosieonthehouse.com. I completely squirreled. Why did I even get off on that conversation? Oh, because of the water line insurance. So the copper line to your house, it's the least likely part to ever fail in your home uh, as well. It's the joints inside the home. It's the hot water side from the material water pipe, whatever it is, the expansion of the hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. That's where you're likely to get leaks in the physical water line. Then inside the home, at every single shutoff valve, there's a flexible hose that goes from where the pipe comes out of the wall or up through the floor and then connects to the faucet, whether it's at your kitchen sink, uh, your dishwasher, bathroom sink, toilets. The hot water side to the uh, washing machine is the number one cause of that leak. That's where you're going to get leaks inside your home. It doesn't even have to do with the pipe. So ignore that completely. Uh, we'll also put up uh, equipment breakage insurance. We had a question about home warranties, not a fan. But if you do have aging equipment and you're not somebody that can just uh, cash heavy, I, I can't uh, pay for a, a brand new $20,000 air conditioning unit if it clonked today. There's equipment breakage insurance for a very small price. That one I could see being beneficial if you didn't have uh, the savings and don't want to go into some kind of situation where you have to finance uh, an, a new air conditioning unit. That I, I, I think they're they're less than fifty bucks. That fifty bucks a month for that insurance coverage is probably going to be the the most affordable option for you. The topic this week, talking tools, our hand tools. The next focus for our. 30th anniversary, Rosie on the House Toolkit. All proceeds go to our three nonprofits, Habitat for Humanity, St. Vincent de Paul, and Military Mission Assistance. We wanted to do something for the 30th anniversary of this broadcast and wanted to give back to the community. It's impossible to identify everyone that has listened to this broadcast and give back to them. So we'll give to our nonprofits that we partner with that affect local Arizona uh, residents. And it's done by selling tools that every homeowner should have with the Rosie on the House logo. And these toolboxes are made in America, so it's a win-win-win for everybody. It lets us help you remember to do the job Rosie right. So when you've got your tool in your hand and you see the Rosie logo, it gives you that reminder to spend the extra time to do this right. Uh, it supports American because all the tools are made in America. And it supports the, our local nonprofits. We've got the 25-foot 25 pow, 25 power lock tape measure. You can get tape measures a little bit longer. We did the 25-foot because that was the size and length of tape measure that was common uh, when Rosie broke into the construction trades. The 35-foot didn't uh, come along until a little bit later. So we went with the 25-foot. For a homeowner application, you're, there's not going to be a regular need to go over 25 feet or homes. Uh, eight foot ceilings was a standard for a long time. We see nine, ten. We see vaulted, but even then, from the bottom of your floor to the top of your ceiling, and 
99.9% of your homes is not over 25 feet, so you wouldn't need one. But it's uh, <clears throat> it's a typical Stanley that you've probably seen. It has a nice clip that goes on the side. Stanley itself um, has a great story, originally called Stanley Works, and started out of New Britain, Connecticut, was founded in 1843 by Frederick T. Stanley. He later merged with a company owned by his cousin that specialized in hand tools. And over the course of the year, Stanley has become the world's largest tool manufacturer and have acquired Black & Decker is under their belt or their umbrella, along with Craftsman, DeWalt, Irwin, don't buy Irwin, uh, Proto, and Porter Cable. Nothing against them. That's just not, it's, a, yeah, that's like, Fake tools. <laughs> go go with the Stanley Crafts and Black Decker. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's a so, beautiful set, too. It's handsome. Yeah. And we also have a lightweight folding utility knife along with that from Stanley made out of aluminum. And it's the type where it's, I want to say, trapezoid shaped where the blade can be switched one side to the other. If you've ever seen a traditional carpenter's knife, it is like that. But unlike the... Originally, we were just going to get the fixed blade one, and you have to have a screwdriver. You take the screw out, you open the aluminum case, and you've got spare blades in there. Mm -hmm. That was the first one I ever used, stealing it out of Dad's tool belt. You know, 20... No. <laughs> Over 30 years ago. <laughs> uh, I... <laughs> have to catch myself there. But a lot of these homeowners, we envisioned being uh, this is something people would buy and gift to their kids as uh, new homeowners. Um, we, we didn't want – it was a safety thing. We didn't want to have a fixed blade exposed knife in it. So this one is a folding blade, and you can slip it in your pocket. It's got a clip on it, and that's – Probably the least authentic from the original set of tools Rosie had learned on, but it was a safety issue for that reason. So we've got a couple more tools we're going to talk about, but Mom pulled a few letters to cover as well, and in particular starting with uh, well, ladders. Speaking, speaking of safety, <laughs> um, do you know there's 164,000 emergency room visits every year for falling off ladders? And we've actually met a couple people in this journey of, with Dad um, People who fell off just maybe putting a light bulb in or trying to put up Christmas lights. We got an email from someone who said they saw their neighbor lean up against a swirl cactus, <laughs> which I can't imagine is a good idea. Just, but just be really careful on ladders. Make sure you have somebody else with you that they're grounded well because um, it, it's just it's one of those things. It's really, especially if you're older, mm -hmm. stay off of them. A-frame ladders, you want to make sure that when you pull them out, there's two metal uh, on each side that when you push them and it's fully out, it locks it down. Lock it every single time. Both sides. Do not uh, assume one side's good enough. Mm -hmm. Get them both locked. And when you're climbing a ladder, don't take your hands and hold the step as you're going up. Move your hands around behind the ladder and slide them up. That way you've got both hands attached to the ladder at all times. That's for an A-frame or a uh, extension ladder. And that was the what this homeowner witnessed. Somebody had leaned an extension ladder against the arm of a saguaro. You know, as long as the feet are there, there, there's nothing to say that 
Um, the saguaro limb is very strong. They that, are, but they're also very heavy. So if you were to knock one loose, you could really. Well, do that some was damage. my biggest thing. You can't see what's inside. So if you lean the ladder up and you climb, and the ladder fall, and the arm of the cactus falls, you're gonna fall with that. And what are you landing on? A huge saguaro. <laughs> Probably not a good idea. No, uh, I would I would leave the saguaro uh, alone if uh, it it does look cool to have the Christmas lights strung, mm-hmm. but if you can't do it with an A frame, don't don't use it. And the skin of the saguaro is so tender that leaning that you know, you could go up there with your finger and run it on a saguaro and see the imprint it leaves on it. You know, you put a couple ladder scuffs on there. There's no reason to add to to damage the surface of that saguaro. So. Uh, we've got, well, holy smokes, we've got to take a break. We've got a couple more letters, and we've got a number of calls on hold, so we'll get to those along with our final two tools that we'll cover, the level and the hacksaw here at Rosie on the House. Suddenly this... Uh... Christmas uh, toolbox music is coming in handy. <laughs> okay, so real quickly, um, Andrew just called me, and concerning that uh, water line insurance, he said he had there was an insert in his Mesa water bill uh, uh, asking for insurance. If I got this correct, it was the water main supply line from the meter to the house. Uh-huh. Uh, I asked him if there was any City of Mesa logo or anything on there. He doesn't recall, so... Uh, he says it was in his water bill that he found this. Mm, wow. Uh, yeah, so. You know, and we have heard that before and mm-hmm. have called the, the municipalities, and no one ever has a straight answer, seems to know what you're talking about. Most, now, most lines of, let me, oh, and Charles in Tucson brought up something that uh, made my brain go ding. Um, he mentioned as far as rusting in lines, he said there are still a lot of cast iron lines uh, that are supply lines from the meter into the house, too, as well. Now, that can, uh, if I'm not mistaken, cast iron can rust over oh, a period yeah. of time. Yeah. And and that brings up an interesting question. When we sold our family house in Louisiana, we replaced, well, actually, when my father passed away, we replaced the supply line, the original line, which was actually pipe. So it must have been from the 1940s. But we replaced it with PVC pipe. Now, is is that something you could do in Arizona, anywhere in the state, or is it recommended uh, copper, uh, or the sure thing? When it- That's a great question. Code wise, uh, PVC. Not that I'm aware of. There are industrial gauge of PVC, and mm-hmm. we'll have to check the code book to verify this. But it's not for underground water main supply. Oops, for us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the PEX, I don't even think applies. It still has to be copper up to the point of entry of your home. Then you could switch to your – you don't use PVC inside a residential home. Right, right. But you right. would use a – there's a PEX, which is a plastic pipe that a lot of our, our plumbers use. And there's a lot of benefit to it. We'll save that for another plumbing. January, February is plumbing month, and we'll get into it there. But there's a lot of reasons they like PEX. And when it first came out, half of our plumbers loved it, half don't. Now about all of them, you know, it, like it. And they it may not be what they're right for your home on a repipe, but it it's far enough away from the polybutylene disaster that we had in the 80s. Um 
So so it's okay and it's for got hot a water, track, right? Track I mean, record, yeah. It'll, it'll handle hot water uh, and won't disintegrate or anything. And if you do it right, it's color-coded. The white one, they've got a right, white, red, and blue. Mm-hmm. And your blue would typically be your loop for your water softener. Your red would be your hot, and your white would be your, your cold. But I understand not all plumbers are quite that coordinated. Well, quick, Romy, a couple of questions here from email. I thought this one was um, probably pretty pertinent because it's this time of year. Someone's wanting to change propane to gas, and they said just a regular appliance person couldn't do that. They were trying to change out a stove, and it was old old fittings for propane, but they wanted to turn gas. But isn't it a plumber that has to do that for you? Who comes out and checks that Well, and does that? the physical appliance would probably be an appliance repair person because it's different right, fittings. She, okay. The gas line is a plumber, and there there is a specific license for that that covers it. I know Thunderbird Plumbing carries uh, the specialty gas plumbing license. Babcock does as well because I know they've done our fireplace, which is mm-hmm. gas. Okay. Yeah, I, I think... A, a standard plumbing ROC license covers that work. We'll clarify that. And then just this, this last one, someone sent us a picture of a job they wanted done. We just can't express enough how, how valuable that is when somebody will send us a picture instead of a thousand words. makes it fast. It's just about a truss that has a crack in it and wanting to know who would fix it. Isn't that a great picture, though? It just didn't. Well, first thing he needs to make sure his roof, that, that's water damage and that's fresh. You got a leak, partner. I'd worry about your leak before the crack. Um, one trust failure isn't going to have any catastrophic damage on on your roof. We don't want it to happen, sure. But the way this is right next to the main support, the likelihood of that beam at cracking completely through you know, is so far off. We need to get that water damage, though the source of that water fixed first, which may be leading to why it's leak weakening there. But any any carpenter could do that. All, all they would do is sister it up. They would put a new truss on each side. Uh, if need be, you could do one. But I would, in this case, while I'm already up there, I would put one on each side. It's called sistering. I'd just sister a, that looks like a two-by-six on each side of it uh, and screw them, screw them together. So send us your questions and pictures to info at rosyonthehouse.com by email. And Rich in Tucson, he's on hold. He's a regular caller, longtime listener, always stops by the our booth when we're broadcasting live for the two home shows we do at Saba each year, one in the spring, one in the fall. And he's had a lot of great details about the water elements, uh, the, the, the copper and steel, the elements of the material and why one rust and why one turns the copper so we're going to get the rest of those details he's an engineer and we'll have a follow-up next week why copper rusts why, why copper doesn't rust it corrodes here at rosie on the house if you've got a question in between now and next week it's rosie on the house.com info at rosie on the house.com email and be asked that you be thankful for the god above you those beside you and the life before you